Why did you set out to start this business to begin with? Are you trying to create generational wealth? Are you simply trying to create another stream of income for yourself, for your family? Are you trying to impact your community or change the world? Whatever the reason is, I would encourage you to go back to that why because your why is not served by your silence. I'm not sure why you would spend all that time, effort, and resource into building a business and then whisper about it. Why are you not shouting from the mountaintops that you've created something that's going to change the world? Hi, Offscripters. It's your host, Sewa Ajay Pele, and welcome to episode 168 of the She's Offscript podcast. This is a show where we hear and learn from women who've created unique blueprints for their business success. My hope is that you'll hear their stories and translate their gems into a unique path for yourself. Welcome to the fourth and final episode of our Side Business Lab Bootcamp. Week one, we helped you figure out how to generate profitable business ideas. Week two, we talked you through how to identify the ideal customer for you so you're not out there trying to sell to anyone and everyone. Week three, we helped you test that business idea to make sure it would work and also helped you find your first customer. Now for week four, our final week, we are helping you promote your business. So if you have a fear around promoting your business or you're not sure how to do that, we're walking you through a five-step process so you can promote that business. If you haven't had a chance to go through the other lessons, they do build on each other. So I would encourage you to go back and listen to those episodes. I'll be here waiting when you get back. Before we dive in, just a couple housekeeping items. Number one, there is a worksheet that goes along with each and every one of these lessons. And you can download that below in the description box if you're watching on YouTube, or it's also going to be in the show notes if you're listening to the audio version of the show. Before we get into our bootcamp series, I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, and review our show on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to podcasts. This will help to spread the word about our show so amazing stories we share can continue to inspire women looking to launch their own off-script journeys. With that, let's go off-script with week four of our Side Business Lab Bootcamp. First things first, if you're looking to promote your business, I would encourage you to change your mindset. Now, you may be wondering, what does mindset even have to do with promoting a business? Well, I've come across business owners who are hesitant to promote their business. It's all in their head. It's all in your head where you're either nervous about what your friends and family are going to think about you. Maybe they'll tell you, why don't you stay in your nine to five lane? You shouldn't be starting a business or you don't want your colleagues to know, or it's just imposter syndrome where you feel like you're just not qualified. Therefore you're hiding. However, here are a few things I want you to consider. In order to have a successful business, you need customers. And in order to get customers, you have to tell them that you exist. You have to promote your business. So how do you do that? That's what we're going to help you do. But number one thing to consider if you have a fear of promoting your business is I want you to go back and think about your why. Why did you set out to start this business to begin with? Are you trying to create generational wealth? Are you simply trying to create another stream of income for yourself, for your family? Are you trying to impact your community or change the world? Whatever the reason is, I would encourage you to go back to that why, because your why is not served by your silence. I'm not sure why you would spend all that time, effort, and resource into building a business and then whisper about it. 
Why are you not shouting from the mountaintops that you've created something that's going to change the world? You've created something that other people are waiting to be impacted by. Go back to your why and let that fuel you and let that push you past your fear of promoting your business. Number two, if you feel like you're still hesitant about promoting your business and you feel like you don't want to show your face, you don't want to be the face of your business, I would encourage you to do one of two things. One, you can either find a partner who's going to help you, you know, be the behind the scenes person while they're the face of their company. Or number two, you can rely on user generated content. If you're selling a product, if you're selling a service, perhaps you can feature people who are using or wearing your products so that they become the face that actually uses the product because people like to buy from other people. They want to be sure that other people are using the products and services that you have out there. It's not just like a faceless, nameless entity on the internet selling them things. So if you use user-generated content, that might help you get over the hurdle of not having to be the face of your product. However, you may find it difficult to not show your face if you have some sort of a personal brand-based business where it's named after you, therefore people are expecting to interact with you or see you associated with it. In that case, you may want to rethink the kind of business that you're starting. Number two step in promoting your business is to know your audience. I won't get too in-depth into this because we already covered this step in lesson number two of the bootcamp. However, I will say this. It's going to be critical that you understand who your customer is in order to more effectively advertise to them. If you're not sure who your customer is, for example, how do you select a social media platform. Now, if you look at this graphic, they have broken down the different age groups who tend to be on different social media platforms. So if you know what the age range demographic is of your customer, then you can more appropriately pick the platform that you need to be on. If you know the reason why certain people are on social media platforms, you're most likely then to drill down to the communities that tend to be on the different platforms. Are you targeting tech Twitter, for example? Perhaps people who are more tech related won't be on TikTok. They won't be in Facebook groups where maybe the mommy bloggers tend to be on Facebook, right? So you need to be clear on who your target is? Who's your target customer in order to then know where should you be approaching them? Where do they live online? You need to be able to effectively target them. But in order to do that, you need to know who your ideal customer is. Step number three is for you to get your brand story straight. It's not lost on me that Perhaps the reason that you're hesitant to promote your business is because you don't know what to say. You don't know how what you say is going to be received by the people that you're approaching. And in that case, I would encourage you to figure out your brand story. Now, you may ask, well, what is a brand story? I love this definition by HubSpot who say that a brand story is something that recounts the series of events that sparked your company's inception and expresses how that narrative still drives your mission today, just like your favorite books or movie characters, if you can craft a compelling brand story, your audience will remember who you are and develop empathy for you and ultimately care about you, right? So that is a great definition for a brand story is you need to be able to tell people who you are 
why they should care about what it is that you're offering so that they remember the persona. They remember certain things about who you are as a brand and come back to that. One of the brand stories I think is well-crafted comes from Tom's. Now, you're probably familiar with the shoes that Tom's has. If you buy one shoe, then they give one shoe to someone else that needs it. And really the inception of the brand came from the fact that the founder went to Argentina, got familiar with the local shoes that were worn there, and then got familiar with the fact that there were lots of kids that did not have shoes. And so he was able to then get this idea going of how he can use the local shoes to get Americans to buy them and then give back to the community that needed them. So that I think immediately people latched on to that brand story and thought, I like your shoes, but I also want to impact a community somewhere. And I believe that's been a great driver for the success of the brand. So what is your brand story? Create one get good at saying it over and over again, because people may not remember exactly what you do or what you're selling, but they may latch onto the story and that story might resonate with them. So number three is get a brand story, get that straight. If you would like a couple book recommendations that will help you as you're crafting your brand story, here are two that I have found helpful. One of them is Building a Brand Story by Donald Miller. And the other one is Stories That Stick, How Storytelling Can Captivate Customers by Kendra Hall. So hopefully you'll find those helpful as well. Number four is to build a strategic online presence. If you don't get anything else from this episode, from this lesson, pull your chair in, listen to this part. Because a lot of people jump onto the latest trend. A lot of people dive onto different platforms simply because that's what they see is being done, but they're not doing it purposefully. People are doing the TikTok dances as business owners, and then they wonder, why is no one buying from me? And if you remember this graphic from Statistica, they broke down the reasons why people are on TikTok, for example. And 64%, I believe, of people said that they're on TikTok simply because they want to be entertained. Others are just looking to burn time, right? So if they are on there trying to simply get entertained, that's very passive. They're not looking to take action, right? And so if you're looking for them to take action, meaning you're looking for them to get off of TikTok, go onto your website and purchase something, people are less likely to do that on TikTok. So you need to be very aware of why people are on the platforms that you have chosen and make sure that you're creating your online footprint strategically. Now, the concept of a content funnel is, one that's been really helpful as I have created my online footprint. The thing to know about a funnel is essentially how do people go from becoming aware of you to actually buying from you, to actually becoming your customers? And how are you going to create content along those three phases in order to get them from one point to the other, right? So let's walk through it. At the very top of the funnel is going to be your awareness and discovery. Now, this is how people 
first come across you. Either they come across you through a blog post, maybe you put out a short TikTok or an IG reel. It was a quick hit and really whet their appetites and they wanted more from you. Maybe you jumped on a YouTube trend video. Now they're like, oh, okay, who's this person? I want to learn more about what it is that they do. This is how they became aware of you, right? Now they want to know more. And this is the next part of the content funnel where you need to be creating content that's more for relationship building, nurturing. And at this phase, that's when people are evaluating who you are and whether or not they trust you. So the kind of information that you're giving them, the kind of content that you are producing for them needs to help them make that call, needs to help them feel whether or not they want to continue with you, whether or not they want to purchase from you. Now, the platforms that are most conducive to this would be your Instagram stories, Instagram DMs to some extent, depending on who your audience is. Twitter might be a good place to have conversations. LinkedIn might be a good place for you to post some think pieces and interact in the comments with people for them to get a good idea of who you are. Also within this category, you perhaps could have a podcast as well. Although I would say podcasts could span both the awareness and the, um, the nurturing phase of the content funnel. So you need to decide what role those platforms are going to play for you specifically. And then at the bottom of your content funnel, this is where you're getting people to make a decision. This is where you're closing the deal. And this is where you've taken them through and they're comfortable with who you are and they're ready to buy from you. So the platforms that are most helpful at this phase, emails, emails have a high conversion rate. Conversion rate, meaning that this is where people are going to make the decision to actually go forward with you. Text messaging, if you're able to get people on a text messaging platform, it's very personal. They look at the text, they can click a link and purchase from there. Also in the DMs, there's a reason people slide into people's DMs when they're looking for a date. So that's a great way for you to seal the deal with your customers as well. We do have an episode about using your DMs to close deals. It gives you templates and actual scripts that you can use. So you can check that out. I'll link it in the description box for you as well. So I'm sharing this content funnel so that you are crystal clear about why you're using certain platforms, what the purpose of those platforms are for you so that you're able to measure, you know, is it working? Is it doing what it's supposed to do? For me, YouTube has been a great way for me to bring people into my world. They learn about me as they're searching for information either on Google or on YouTube this video pops up and then they start binging everything else and they start to build a rapport with me because it's video and they get a sense for who I am. They get a sense for what my capabilities are. And then I have links for them to either join a class with me. You can join the side business lab accelerator. You can get on the email list and hear more from me, or you can follow me on Instagram where I share other tidbits, right? So I know exactly where it is people are converting and purchasing from me because that's how my content funnel is set up. So I want you to show up with purpose. And then number five, once you have everything else in line, once you are out there, once you are sharing about your products and services, you're sharing your brand story, you need to be consistent because people don't often purchase the first time they hear from you. They need to see you pop up several times. Sometimes I'll have something in my cart and I'll forget about it and 
And if you don't remind me, I won't go back. So I need to see you several times before it sticks in my mind that, oh, I know who this person is. I trust them. I want to work with them. I want to purchase their product. So figure out a way to create a schedule that allows you to be consistent, that allows you to consistently put out valuable content, right? Now, consistency doesn't necessarily mean you need to post five, 10 times a day. It just means that you need to figure out a consistent rhythm that you can honor, a consistent rhythm that is not going to drain or burn you out as a business owner. People are creatures of habit. If they come to expect that every Sunday night they will receive some sort of an email from Fashion Nova, they know Fashion Nova is going to be in their inboxes or in their text messages on Sunday night as they're browsing and dreading going to work. They are consistent about doing that. So what is your schedule going to be? Now, you also have to honor what your capacity is as a business owner, especially if you're a side business owner. And if you decide that you're going to create one piece of long form content, one long blog post or one long YouTube video, it may be that you only release it once a month, but make sure that it's so impactful that it converts people, that it does what it's supposed to do. It gives what it's supposed to give, right? So think about how you can create a schedule for yourself to promote in a consistent enough manner that people remember who you are. People take the action that they need to take, but you don't burn yourself out. So there you have it. Those are the five steps that I would encourage you to take to promote your business, whether you're new to business or you've tried different promotion tactics that haven't worked for you. Try these and let me know which one of these steps you've had the hardest time with in the past. Let me know in the comments and I would love to hear how things are going as you start to implement these promotion tactics. Before we head out though, I would love to hear from you on Instagram or even in the comments of this video how this four-week side business lab bootcamp series has been helpful to you. Or if it hasn't been helpful to you, let us know that too in the comments and we will improve it for our next go around when we try this again next year. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for coming along with us on this bootcamp. We'll see you right back here next week for our usual interview style episodes. All right, see you then. Bye-bye. Hi, Offscripters. I'm so glad you made it to the end of this episode. If you found this show helpful, please pay it forward by sharing us with your network and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram. Our handle is at She's Offscript. Or you can catch up on past episodes at She'sOffscript.com. All right, with that, we'll see you right back here next Thursday for another episode. Bye.